Hey, what's good, everybody? You're tuned into another episode of Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast, man. It's your guy, Aaron McGee. Sometimes I'm the hostess with the mostest, but man, most importantly, man, I'm the host that gets to talk to some of the dopest dads out there and amplify their voices on all things related to fatherhood. And today I have a special guest joining me. He goes, his name is Michael, but you may know him as the Duck Duck Dad off his Instagram page where his video went viral of him teaching his daughter B, her ABCs based off some of the or the iconic rap legend. So we're gonna uh, jump into the video real quick. I'm gonna let y'all check that out. Three letter a legend. All right, go ahead. A is for Rocky. B is for Yep. And B is for Biggie Smalls. C is for Good job. D is for E is for F is for G is for Jizza. Huh? H is for Hannah. I is for Russell. Ice Cube. J is for We did I. I is for Ice Cube. What Ice Cube? J is for K is for L is for L is for Who's L for? M is for Missy Elliott. N is for Nas. O is for O.D. Buster. P is for Pop Daddy. Q is for Queen Latifah. R is for Lilith. S is for Tupac. T is for Kanye. No T. T. Tupac. Good job. U is for You Got. V is for Vanilla Ice. W is for Khalifa. X is for Y is for Young Jeezy. Good job. And Z is for Zebra Cat. Alright, so as you can see, the video is dope. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and walk from Michael to the podcast. What's good, Michael? How are you doing, man? What's up, everybody? How are you, brother? How's everything? Man, all all is well. You know, uh, we were just talking before uh, the episode started, man. I'm trying to see how things are shaking in Harlem, and then we're going to jump over into the video. Oh, yeah. Everything in Harlem is good. You know, we've uh, finally jumped into phase two. So yes. we're phase two of, of reopening. So now you get a haircut. As you can see, I, I haven't been in three months. Uh the hair is, is is the longest it's been since uh, I was at Morehouse. So, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're loving it. You know, restaurants are starting to open. You can sit outside. But the one good thing is everybody here, I'd say 90% of the people here are wearing their masks. So, you know, I think everybody's listening to Governor Cuomo and, and Mayor de Blasio. And so it's good. You know, we're, we're, we're excited. We won't, we won't we'll, we'll, we'll walk before we run. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, that's, that's good, man. Um, I think, uh, you guys have like really turned the 360 up there, man. And now, you know, we're looking uh, to the the leadership of uh, of your governor, Cuomo. Is it Cuomo? Did I hit that right? Yeah, Cuomo, right on the money. Yeah, okay, cool. So, you know, we're looking uh, to him and uh, Blasio on, on the leadership, man. So, and my brother's in New York and he told me like, you're getting the side eye if you're not wearing a mask. So I, I appreciate, oh, yeah. I appreciate that, man. 
Uh, okay, let's let's jump into the video just real. Yeah. When you know we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of a lot of other things. I did catch that 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 Morehouse uh, reference, man. So yeah. shout out to all of the historically black colleges and universities. Uh, you know, I'm sure. a graduate of Tennessee State University, but I'm so excited oh. right now. Let's get into the video, man. How old was B when you so when she uh, when she got the video? So literally that video went up, I think that was right around Memorial maybe the first week of June. And uh, we shot it then. I shot it that night. Um, she's two. Uh, we sh I, and I filmed it before. So I probably filmed her doing it maybe like two or three times. Yeah. Uh, but that night, it just, I felt like, you know, so then let me get this camera. She, we were in her bedroom, uh, laid out on the floor, had the camera propped up, and she crushed it. She literally crushed it. And it was funny, like, when we were doing it, it wasn't funny. But then when I watched it, I was like, this is actually pretty funny. Um, and, you know, she she did a great job. And it, we must have recorded that at, like, 10 o'clock. That was, like, it's time at to night. go to bed. At night. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was past bedtime. Yeah, but what's so, – so tell me this. What, what was the timeline from the time you recorded it, posted it, to the time it, like, caught fire and went viral? So I recorded 10. We were probably done – what is it five minutes put her to bed uh, it's funny so i posted it on instagram right i posted on my personal account and my one of my good friends cousin d who lives in atlanta saw it and he hit me he's like mike mike you got to take that down take the video off because people were already starting to comment and they were like you know this is uh you know i needed this because this was right when everything was about to just go crazy with you know all the black lives matter and everything yeah and he's like take it down edit it and then you know put it back up so man i must have started and i'm not an editor at all you yeah. know i i do brand management so i edited that video from like 11 to like three in the morning and i called some of my buddies that are in that world like you know i need help i need help you know and, and there it's late night and i'm like i gotta get yeah. this done i just want to get it up so finally i get it done and i you know my wife was helping me with it and then i watched i was like you know this is all right you know for a first time and so you know i knew that you know Uncle Shaquille was just going to want it. You know, I was like, he loves music. He loves my daughter. He loves kids. So let me just shoot it to him. I sent it to him at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I know he's a, he's a night owl, you know. So he's up, looks at the video, and he just responds back, can I post this? I was like, it's your world, man. It's your Instagram. If you want to have this little girl on your page, totally up to you, you know. And he posted it, and, you know, it, it took off. And, I, you know, I think a lot of it was – People kind of needed a, a break, see something that was, you know, funny, you know, a, a little girl and you know, especially, you know, you know, a little African-American girl, you know, go through and, and do her ABCs. And, you know, I think it was for me, it was more inspiration. You know, for her, it was just, you know, I want to do something with my dad and, you know, kind of hang out and let's go night night. You know, so it was uh, it was fun. Yeah. Hold on. Let's take a step back. You said Uncle, Uncle, yeah. Uncle Shaquille. Oh yeah, that you know that's his uh, that's her her uncle, you know Uncle Shaquille. Uh, so I actually worked for uh, Sha for Shaquille. So okay, um, you okay. Know, he's so a great man. Oh, Shaquille, who is Shaquille? Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. So the the most dominant player ever. Yo. Uh, in the NBA. No, see, man, you can't do that. That's not cool. There, <laughs> and I love how you try to play it off. You, so I'm like, what's what's going on? So. And yeah. it makes sense because so, I see the jersey that you're rocking right now. Oh, yeah. I can't. You know, I, and, it's, and it's funny. I can't see it, but, you know, I, I put it on. It's funny. I've been wearing a lot of jerseys since it's been 90 degrees in New York. And I was like, yeah. you know, this one will go on. We're doing the podcast, you know. But, you know, he's a, a mentor, 
know, he's an older brother to me. Um, he's one of the, the, the most respected people I've, I've met in my life. And, I, and I've met a lot through my family, um, you know, going to school, et cetera. But, you know, he's, he's, he's right up there, you know, uh, great guy. He yeah. loves kids. He loves my daughter. Um, you know, sees them. You know, it's 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 Uncle Shaquille, and it's you know my little niece B. So it's great. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Shaquille, man. So oh, yeah. so can I call him Shaq? Oh yeah, you can call him. That's so, funny. So Shaq, when, so you, when, Shaq you, when you say Shaq, everybody would everybody know. <laughs> yeah, because you saying Shaquille, I'm like, uh, okay, I think I know a Shaquille in a rap game. Um, and there's a Shaquille in Atlanta that I know. I'm not sure if this is the right one, so I had to just had to just uh, circle back, man. That's love, oh, yeah. man. Uh, you know, yeah. I think what's what's interesting is that as I saw you, as I watched the video, I'm like, yo, this is so dope. And you yeah. use you use every name that I would have used, right? But what's interesting is like, why did you decide to to teach her that way? Because my daughter learned her ABCs watching. Um, Man, are you familiar with that Patty LaBelle video on um, the the Sesame oh. Street Patty LaBelle? Oh yeah, oh you know, yeah. It's it's like from the eighties, but it's still hit. It's still slapped. Oh. I'm not gonna try to do it. Oh, but, oh yeah. But you know, but oh, my, yeah. my daughter, she loves that Patty LaBelle video. I mean, that was our song for a season, and she really learned yeah. her ABCs off that. So, what made you switch it up and 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 include these rap iconic legends? So it's funny. So my wife actually started her, started her with that same Patty LaBelle video okay. back when she was, you know, before she was two. So we started with that. You know, it was even we're at restaurants. Let's play the Patty LaBelle song. You know, yeah. she loved it. She'd sing and do a little dance. Um, but with, you know, when we when my daughter turned one, you know, people were asking, what can we get? What can we get? And we were like, you know, get her books. You know, we'll just we'll take the books. We'll decorate her nursery. And we put books in, and one of the books we, we got was the Rap ABCs, um, which is a great book. They have that. I think a couple other people have A to Z, Jay-Z. There's a couple of books um, out there. But, you know, it was easy. It had the letters. It was colorful. Um, you know, she's only two, so she can't read. Yeah. Uh, you know, she literally did it off of memorization. And we've been going through this book probably since the start of, you know, the lockdown and the pandemic. So every night we'd go through it. And she, she knows the letters, but she can't read the names. And she doesn't know, you know, the faces. She doesn't know, you know, who Snoop Dogg is or Nas. She doesn't know them. But she knows the order and from the repetition. So, you know, we went through it. And I saw the comments people were putting up. And I think it's great. You know, it's like there's so much kind of lined up, right? It's like you have, you know, everybody fighting for social justice. You have the verses going on, you know. And then this, this, this little girl does a rap ABC. So it's. It's all about black and it's all about music. So when the comments are going up, people are like, well, why did he use N for Nas? Or why did they, and I was like, I didn't do it. You know, she's reading it. So I think it's great to just hear how people would, other letters or other rapper names that people would have um, would have used. So, yeah. you know, it's great. It's just another fun way. Like you use your daughter, you guys did Sesame Street, you know, which we did. And it's like to have her learn the rappers, you know, it's, it's great. I just hope when, you know, school starts back up and the teacher's like, oh, so what is, uh, what is O for? And she's like, oh, dirty bastard. And I'm like, oh, the teacher's like, does she know that? You know? So, you know, we, we're a little worried, but, you know, maybe they'll, they'll watch the video first and know why she did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's love, man. Hold on. Did you use yeah. Queen Latifah for, uh, for Q? Yeah, Q. Yep, Q. So Q is Queen Latifah. Yeah. You know, there and there were some young ones. I mean, some of them are tough, like Zebra Cats. Like, I have no idea who Zebra Cats is. Yeah. I grew up, 
you know, I'm, I'm 38. So, you know, I grew up with, with, you know, the, the Dr. Dre's and West Coast and Biggie, Pac. So, you know, that was my era. And, you know, I, I think that's pretty long in the game. And I'm sorry, I still have never heard of Zebra Cats. Love them. You know, yeah. thanks for the book. You know, uh, yeah. I don't know if you reposted or not, but, you know, it's, uh, it's dope. It's, it's fun. Yeah, man. So, you know, you, you talk about the era that you grew up in and, and, and you yeah. just dropped some more legends. But, I mean, who, who was like your top tier hip hop favorites? Um, so my favorites, you know, it's funny. I grew up in New York, born in Chicago, moved to New York. But, you know, so Biggie was big. But for me, I fell in love with West Coast rap. You know, it's funny. We're doing the dad chat, but it was like West Coast rap was like a good balance between my dad and I. Right. Yeah. My dad was all into like, you know, funk. And, you know, when Dr. Dre's The Chronic came out, my dad's like, I know that, you know, that's the Ohio players or, you know, that's, um, you know, that's Earth, Wind & Fire, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, you know, we, uh, we kind of bonded over that. And, you know, my mom was not into, you know, my mom's a lawyer. She's serious. She was not into the rap. And, you know, my dad was sneaking me Snoop Dogg. Like Doggy Style came out. My dad was a dean down the city, would pick up that. So, you know, I was big into Snoop. Uh, Tupac's definitely my favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. Um, I love Dr. Dre, uh, Kanye, Biggie. You know, I, 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 it's a good little match. You know, going to school in Atlanta opened me up to other things you know, like the Hot Boys and, you know, even, you know, coming from Tennessee with 8-Ball and MJG, you know, yes, those sir. are things that kind of opened up for me when I got to, uh, when I got to Atlanta. So, you know, I think my, my music, uh, you know, favorites are big. I'm more of a, a jazz fan, to be honest with you now. I think at this age, I love smooth jazz. I love Jeff Lorber and Bob James, but, you know, I, I still can, still can get down with the rap. I mean, I'm excited about Monday for this versus with uh, yeah. Jada Kiss and, and yeah. Fab, you know, Jada yeah. is from, uh, from Westchester. So, you know, you got to root for the hometown guy. Man, you know, I will be just listening to you, man. I could I could see, like, me coming to one of your sets and you putting me up on so much new music. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm interested to, to see, like, what, what one of your playlists look like. Uh, uh, it's it's, it's going to be, like, you know, it's, it's going to be old. I mean, it's going to be some Karen White. You know, you're, yeah. you know you're, you're, it's very rare. I, don't, I really don't play rap before noon. Yeah. You know, um, whether I'm at work or, you know, so I, when I grew up, it was always like, you know, I think about Sundays, you know, my parents were like Sundays in New York. It was 107.5, you know, 107.5 was playing all the Motown classics. And it was like, you didn't get rap until after 12, yeah. you know, and if I'm riding in the car. My parents or my dad's taking me to school. It was 98.7. and You weren't hearing any rap. And on the way home, it flipped. So 98.7 would have at that time become rap. So it's like I kind of live by that. I think it's good to get the day started, you know, not hearing shoot 'em up, bang, bang, um, you know, and then after 12, between 12 and 2, you know, I'll kind of roll into, you know, a little bit more, you know, rap and some pox and biggie. And then usually at night I kind of, you know, I smooth it out with like some Mo's or Talib or, you know, something a little bit, you know, calmer. Yeah. But during the morning, it's, it's going to be your Motown classics. It's going to be, um, you know, some of that 80s, you know, uh, any anything kind of '80s R&B, I love. Yeah, I respect that, man. I think I have that same type of unspoken philosophy. You know, rappers yeah. uh, or not just rap, but anything that's like super heavy. You know, is 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 a midday. I'm I'm gonna shut it down. You know, if you're at a at a party, clearly it's going on in, into late oh. in, the, in the night. But if I'm just hanging in the sure. house, then you know that's a that's a ten ten thirty. Let's go ahead and wind that down depending on what time you go to bed just to give me that space but you know yeah you know, and it's all love for for the music man i think uh that goes unspoken 
uh, you know, you, you you have all these different experiences. You know, you love West Coast music. You know, you had a stint in Chicago, went to school in Atlanta, reside in New York. And I'm just thinking about, you know, even New York being arguably the birthplace of hip hop. And honestly, yeah. New York is one of the toughest places to live for a number of reasons. And you can go all across the spectrum with that, right? But with that in mind, like, how is it raising a daughter in New York in this in this climate, you know, beyond the the racial tension and all of the things that's going on, but just like the New York that we know of, of olden days, and I mean like the 90s. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, New York is different. I mean, I, like I said, I grew up in the Burbs, you know, I grew up in Westchester County, and so when I finally moved to the city, you know, it's it's an adjustment, right? You yeah. have the noise, you have the, the train, you know, you're not driving your car. So, you know, it's where we are now in Harlem, we have a great community. I mean, I there's, you know, about eight people that, you know, went to Morehouse and Spelman that have families that live a block away. That's you know, tough. so I think things like that are, you know, is great. So we have a great community here, you know, extended family, um, you know, that's here. Uh, so it's for us, it's, it's great to be in the city. You know, if, if we're running late from work and somebody has to pick the little ones up, you know, I can call Uncle Jamie, you know, and or, or I can call mom and dad that are still in Westchester or my sister Kristen or my sister Tiff. Yeah. You know, there's there's plenty of people that I can reach out to and, you know, we can reach out to and, and, and call. Uh, but, you know, the people are like, oh, you're growing, you know, you have a city like we're we're fortunate. You know, we have a we have a pretty big place here with a private rooftop. So during this pandemic, it's been great. I mean, the, the little one and I go up there. I know. <laughs> so the little one and I, we go up there every day, every other day, and just let her run around, you know, get that fresh air. Um, you know, the one plus I will say about living in the city, raising a kid is if we go out of town or we take a plane, and back when you could take planes, the noise never bothered my daughter. Yeah. She's so used to hearing. And now with these fireworks, you know, she's sleeping through everything and the, the new little, you know, that I think it's, 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 it's good. Um, you know, I wouldn't, you know, are there better places to live yet? Have we thought about going to Atlanta? Have we thought about going to California? Um, you know, we thought about going to the suburbs here. You know, I think there's definitely, um, you know, some really good place to live, but you know, you, you can't, you can't beat, you know, being in the, in the big apple and being able to walk to the store or walk to the park. Uh, we have a car, so that's that's kind of a, a blessing, um, even though we're in New York, but so we can get out when we need to get out. Um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 good here. You know, it's um with the community and the people that are here, I think it's I think it's great. And being in Harlem, you know, I didn't grow up around, you know, black people, you know, so I think it's great for my daughter to grow up around and, you know, see people that look in and feel like her. Um, and then also get, you know, not even just black, get a mix of, of everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, I think in the long run, it'll, it'll help, you know, help her out in, in the, at the end. Man, that's, that's, that's so, so unique. Um, I'm, I'm glad you, you contextualize all of that. Um, and, and even, you know, given, given context to this, this melting pot that New York still is, yeah. that, that Harlem is, you know, that, that family, that, that village that you all have around your daughter man i think that's spectacular you know as i was listening to you i was i'm hoping that you know folks like myself who are listening like we continue to establish our village around us and knowing that you know you talked about the village of those eight to ten people or so who went to morehouse and spellman and live like blocks away 
Uh, but the reality is that's a blessing. And the reality is like we all need that type of village, right? Uh, to support us and our children and just letting them experience, uh, you know, different families, man. And I just think that that's a huge blessing, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to, to trade it out. And, you know, we, my wife and I always say that if we ever went anywhere, you know, that we got to have, you know, some type of support system, you know, yeah. and, and luckily like, you know, going to your point of, you know, going to schools like that, going to a Morales, going to a Spelman, going to a, a TSU, you know, going to those historically black colleges, it just opens up your network. You know, you're, you're really, once you graduate and, you know, you have that experience, you're a degree of separation from just about everybody, you know, Absolutely. black, white, whatever. Um, so, you know, there's not many cities around the world that I, you know, go to where I don't see or know somebody, um, you know, from school or, you know, or, or a degree away. So, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It's a blessing. Yeah, that's love. Well, yo, I know that you are a sneakerhead, uh, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and true to culture, you know, you, you can't love hip hop and not love sneakers and, and, yeah. and all things associated with hip hop culture, fashion, you know, they're, they're, I can name like eight other things at least, but definitely like fashion and, and sneakers, man. Yeah. That's a big one. So what was the first uh, pair of sneakers that you purchased for B? So it's funny. So the first pair I got her, uh, I'm trying to think of, I don't even think she, she was definitely born. So she had just turned, she was about to turn one. And those, um, the neon green and black off whites came out. And so living in New York, you know, they did uh, a raffle. So it's funny. So, I had won the raffle for her. I didn't win the raffle for myself, right? Was, it, a, was it an online raffle? Yeah, so it was um it was the uh what's the sneaker? No, it was an online uh off-white email raffle. Okay. And so I won the black pair for. Her. You know, and this is I didn't even really know what size to even get her. I saw it, I was like, "All right, let me click it and I win." And so it's funny. I so you had to go down to the store to pick them up. I was like, let me bring her with me. You know, the wife was like, she was going to the spa or doing something. And I was like, I'm going to just, you know, I'll bring the little one with me. And there's this company called. Hey, pause, yeah. pause, pause. Did I hear you say, I'm sorry, could you, did you have to, you had to take your kid with you to get. Oh, them? no, you didn't have to, but I did. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought it was a requirement. Yeah. Like, oh, yo, no. they funny. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we went down and um, we went, and there's this company called Itsy Bitsy. And they do like these, uh, they're like knitted. Uh, almost like slippers. They do like off-white dunks and all the, the Yeezys and etc. So I had her in a pair of the Carolina blue um, off-white knits. So I had her in those and we're going to go pick up off-whites at the off-white store. So we go in and I had the same ones on. So it was like, we, we go into the store, we pick them up and the lady's like, um, can I see her shoes? And, you know, we're going through, I'm here, blah, blah. I'm picking them up. And she's like, I've never seen those before. And these are obviously knockoffs of the owner of the store, yeah. you know, but she loved them, you know, and just loved, like, my daughter's just, like, smiling. And, you know, she's alive right now. She just woke up from a nap. And the lady at the off-white store is like, and I only won one, and you're only supposed to get one. And she's like, so we have a couple more. Do you want, you know, another pair for her? And I was like, yeah, I'll take them. Wow. You know, so we ended up getting the green and the black uh, for her uh, same day. So those are the first pairs. And since then, you know, I've, I buy her, you know, if there's a pair of sneakers that come in my size and I can get them for her, I try and get them, you know, so that, you know, she has them. Uh, and sometimes I'll get a pair like uh, for my wife. I got her those UNC to Chicago Jordan ones, but I had also bought them for B. So her and her mom have, 
you know, matching Jordans. And, you know, I, it's just, it's fun. You know, it's not all about like posting on Instagram, but, you know, it's fun for her to recognize mommy has those shoes on or, you know, daddy and I, you know, both have on the Black History Month shoes. So, you know, I, I, it's, it's fun. And, you know, having a daughter, people are like, oh, you know, you know, I have a son, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, I look at, you know, people like Tiana Taylor, um, you know, and Aaliyah May and, you know, all these like girls that are into fashion and into sneakers, you know, and Aaliyah, you know, going back to when we were growing up, you know, and I, I hope, you know, my daughter kind of goes, you know, that route of, you know, not just, you know, you can be cool and wear a dress, but it's like you can be cool, wear a dress and have on a dope pair of sneakers or a dope pair of sunglasses, you know? Hey, Mike. I'm like, uh, who called you Mike, Mike? Somebody, I heard you say somebody called you Oh, Mike. yeah, oh, yeah, nah, all my buddies from school, my buddies from Detroit, they all, you know, they all call me, they all call me Mike, Mike, so it's, I'm a, you know, it's funny. I'm gonna hit you with the Mike, Mike now, because you and I can <laughs> friends, because, I mean, you, first of all, when you drop a Leah, you don't know this. Yeah. Listen, because you, you can't, you can't love and appreciate hip-hop and R&B from, nah. from that, from that era and not recognize all that she contributed. So that, that's yeah. spectacular, man. But um, first of all, I I hope you have pictures of everything that you just, or at least uh, that first pair of shoes, because I'm definitely going to snag that for you. And if I hadn't dropped oh, it, yeah. if we hadn't dropped it already, then this is the moment where we drop that picture. So those sure. folks watching, man, that they can see that. Um, I would talk about your shoe game, but I already know that your shoe game is proper. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just stick with B right now, man. How many pairs? Yeah. How many pairs of shoes do you think she owns? So she pro shoes. I mean, she's probably got you know, at least thirty pair that were hers. You know, right now that are that fit. You know, she's a size six. She has about five or something. Really now, since we've been going on the roof and we've been quarantined, she loves Crocs. Yes. You know, she loves them. So I've picked up like three pairs of, of Crocs and she can put them on herself. You know, sometimes she gets them on the wrong foot. But, yeah. you know, so we, we're heavy into we're heavy into Crocs. Me, I'm not a Croc guy. There's people in Harlem that love them, but yeah. she loves them. And, you know, we, we, we she you know, she, she wears them out. So I, I love it. Well, let me drop this on you. So first of all, two questions. One, have you got a sneaker deal yet? If so, why not? If, if not, then why not? <laughs> and then two, yeah. it two is man, maybe you should just put out a special B edition of something. Like I see, I feel like everybody is collabing with everybody. Like, why not you? Let's call yeah. it. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I mean a sneaker dude would great. I mean, I, I think we there's another book that we have in there. It's the A to Z with sneakers. I was like, as soon as that video went viral, I was like, man, we should have done that. I was like, we could have had Nike, you know. Um, but you know, I think it'd be cool. I think I think having you know, just having dads, you know, and not just, not me, but just any dads, yourself, any, you know, doing a dad type of collaboration with a Nike or with a Reebok, you know, I think it would be great, you know, uh, you know, especially with girl dad trending, yes, you know, I think Nike should do a, a, a Kobe, you know, girl dad sneaker. I think that would be amazing. I think, you know, dads would go and, would go and pick that up, you know, right away and then donate the money, you know, give the money to, you know, whether it's a, a black or give it to the Mamba Foundation. I think yeah. that would be, you know, super the dope Mamba, of, Mama, of Nike Mamba to do. The Foundation. Yeah, it, it would be, I think that would be amazing. Yeah, you know, Vanessa updated the name, man. That, oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful uh, to uh, include uh, Gigi in there. But, yeah, you know, that, that's, that's, that's beautiful, man. That idea really just blew my mind of, like, a Kobe, Gigi, girl, dad, sneaker. Like, oh, yeah. We, 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 we were probably uh, 
I hate to say it, but we would have to fight over those, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who like, would, or, or you know something? You know what Nike can do? Nike can make enough for everyone to purchase, man. They, they can make, or, or, or make, the, make make the sneakers app, you know, have a dad and you got to buy them as a pair and prove that you're a, a father daughter, you know? Yeah. Hey man, have you seen that little meme? Uh, I, let me see. So they have like a meme of, uh, of on the sneaker app and it's Nike and on release day, they have a picture of a huge warehouse and then like one box of shoe, uh, one pair of shoes. <laughs> in the middle. It's like, this, is Nike. How it feels. this is Nike on release day, man. Uh, yeah, I, man, I've had some horrible. I, I, I probably shed a couple of tears, uh, yeah. you know, because I'm. I always try to buy it wholesale, you know, when I can, or at least re- retail yeah. price, and not the buy back. True. But uh, I, I respect the flip game. But man, I, you know, I've sat in my phone just staring at the app, like, when you, when you, when you got two cell phones, look, I'm here with two cell phones, and I'm pending, <laughs> on, and I'm pending on both of them, just sitting here pending. Yeah. Waiting for waiting for my shoes to come through though. Hey, but earlier a second ago you mentioned uh B, you know, not being bothered by the noise on flights. And I, I know that you've talked about that before. Um, but in you know, we're not flying now, but uh what can you tell the dads it that is something essential to have in a carry bag when you're traveling with your kids? Um iPad. <laughs> Depending iPad. on the age, you know. <laughs> the I- iPad is 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 great. Um Definitely the uh, the squeeze apples, yeah, squeeze apple sauces. I think are are good. You know, now we keep in the stroller in the car. My wife has this really dope like fanny pack. I know fanny packs are kind of trending, but you can keep a pair of diapers, a um, changing mat, everything in there. But we're you know I keep I get the small hand sanitizers now. Keep one of those, and we were never really big on you know people if they you know I know some parents are like you touch my child squeezing and we were never really like if you're in the house like you know your family like you come in and wash your hands anyway like your yeah. family you you know touch the kid you know you want them getting immune to to stuff anyway but you know we keep that especially now with the corona and kawasaki and all that stuff uh we keep uh hand sanitizer i think that's good but the win is 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 the ipad the ipad or another iphone um you know i think now we're getting the coloring books i mean my my daughter's been on before this she's two She's been on a hundred plus flights. Wow. Um, yeah. So she's a, she's a fun, my, my wife was tracking them for a while. And I think we, I think we were over a hundred. I mean, we were going to California a lot. I was going for work. We were going a lot for personal, you know, the little one she's been, to, she's, she, we spent two weeks in Europe last year. Um, so, you know, she's a, she's a traveler and she's great on planes. I think if you're going to put them on, you got to start them early. Yeah. Um, especially when they can breastfeed because, you know, if you're traveling with your wife or significant other, um, it makes the, the flying a lot easier and it kind of gets them, you know, used to the motion. But we've, out of those flights, maybe twice we've had like a bit of a breakdown. So we've been blessed. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's good to start them early now. I, you know, I don't really know with, you know, all these new flight rules and whatnot, but pre uh, COVID-19, you know, um, those were the, the essentials that we, that we had for but the iPad is, I sometimes I won't leave. Depending on how far we're going, I won't leave Turn that car without around. the iPad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. won't leave with that. And, and glasses. That's the other thing we're big on uh, is glasses for. So like because of the rays of the you know all the colors from the iPads and TV, I make her wear the glasses now just so you know she doesn't have you know bad sight when she gets older. Oh, talk to us about the glasses. I, I don't know anything about glasses. 
so it's like these, they sell, I got them on Amazon. They're probably like $12 a pair. I have probably like three or four different colors, you know, that she can pick from, but she wears them. If she's watching TV, she's using the iPad, putting them on. They're not prescription, but it helps like block the rays. Um, you know, so their eyes stay doesn't go, but I'm the only one in my family and my wife's family that doesn't wear glasses. So, you know, it's almost inevitable that she will. So it's like to help try and keep her eyesight as long as we can. Let's have her in those. And she takes them off, but you know, I, I'll turn off the TV if she, if she, really take some off, you know, and make her put them on, then we'll go back. So she's getting good with it. Man, okay, so first of all, I mean, I definitely learned something new in that moment. I'm going <laughs> to because I wear glasses. I have my own contacts now. My wife wears glasses. My mom has yeah. 20-20 vision, but outside of her, like, everybody else is just shot, man. <laughs> and it's so not cool. So basically, also what I heard is that B is a jet setter. Oh, yeah. B, oh, yeah. She's, B, uh, she's a flyer. Yeah. Is that New York out here in the background, man? Oh, yeah. That, that is a fire truck. Yeah. That's New York. Going down 139th Street. That's, that's New York for sure, man. Um, oh, just this last thing. I had this last idea on a flight, man. Um, Journey's been yeah. on, on a couple of flights. I can really count them on one hand, but I just, <laughs> after you hear 100, you just, it's just like, does her flights even count? Um, yeah. but, uh, no, the last flight we were on, uh, right before COVID really struck, man, we were coming from DC, uh, actually, uh, for a dad event of all things. And, uh, she just had this whole little, this, this episode on the flight where she was sitting in the back of the plane with my wife and I was like up on the, in the emergency aisle, you know, they were trying to bless me with a little extra leg room. and, uh, yeah. <laughs> the flight attendant after hearing my daughter, like call my name and look for her daddy. For so long, she basically just like did this little thing. I'm actually just gonna show the video right here. Journey, I'm over here. Look straight. Your daddy's over here with me. He's over there, Journey. Do you see him? Alright, yo, so yeah, that's the whole little situation, man. I thought that was cute. Uh you gotta get us some videos. I don't know if you have videos already of B on flights, but when when you all get back. In the airport, and, oh yeah, and and the jet setter herself steps back out. Uh, make sure, man, we we want to see that from you. Uh, For sure. Speaking of flights, so I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to land this plane, man. Um, I know, you know, we were actually supposed to like do this episode a while ago, but you know, yeah, you, you had to push back because your wife was preparing to give birth to your new baby girl, man. So how's life been now that uh that you all have added? in addition to the family. Uh, so it's been great. So we're three weeks yesterday. So uh, another daughter. So Laurent Baldwin Boji is is here. Um, you know, we're excited. She's been uh she's been great. She's been sleeping. Uh she's definitely uh eating and sleeping, no no fussing. So it's it's been it's been great. You know, we're blessed, you know, to have a, a daughter during, you know, pandemic. And I have a couple friends uh, between the two of us that have had you know, children, my best friends actually having um, a child in a, another month. So, you know, it's uh, it's great. The rules are definitely different from, you know, when B was born, you know, when your daughter was was um, was was born. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's good. You know, we're, we're excited. You know, she's uh, she's great. And, you know, it's, it's it's another bundle of joy for the for the family, not just, you know, my wife and I and our daughter, but, you know, our extended family. and Everybody's excited. So, you know, we're 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 stoked. So her, her name is Laurent, but are you all calling her anything else right now? Yeah, so we're calling her Winnie. So we, Winnie. we call her Winnie. I'm, pro I'm probably going to call her Winnie the Pooh or, you know, Pooh Bear. 
Um, but you know, it's uh, it, it it's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I gotta ask. You know, what what's her what's her first pair of sneakers? Because I the I know she has them. Oh, she's definitely well. She had I have. Oh, you know what? I, I take that back. Let me take up those back. So one of my good buddies, Ray, just got her a pair of Jordan One. Yes, sir. Uh, the black and the black and royal blue ones. So the little tie. Yo, he got her a pair of those. And that's the pair that just brought me to to to, to drop a tear. The last episode, uh, <laughs> the last episode, but that was my last encounter with this with the sneak sneaker app, man. Yeah. But, but Winnie yeah. has them. Oh yeah, she yep, she has those. And then you know, of course, she'll get the hand me downs, which is yeah. great. Uh, she'll have she'll have some some good hand me downs. That's the best part about you know having the second one. It's like you know you buy them and then you just box them up right and and you know you put them in storage and pull them out as they grow. So you know who who knows what her first purchase pair you know will be. Yeah. Um, you know we'll 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 see what what comes out in a in another year. But um, for me at least, you know whatever everybody wants to buy, her, go ahead or you want to send them for free, knock yourself out. But First purchase pair, uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait a year and, 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 and see if there's something good. Yeah, just real quick, man. I know she's just three weeks in, but do you feel like that you have yeah. – you, you, do you feel like you have a cheat code for even the first three weeks of her life versus the first three weeks of, of B's life? Oh, yeah, man. You're not nervous, you yeah. know? I, when you have that first one, you know, you pick them up. You don't – you're nervous about putting them down and you're changing them and – you know, it's like, I'm doing, I'm carrying her with one hand now, yeah, you know, already. around the house, opening, opening the refrigerator, you know, it's like, you know how to do it. I, I told somebody the other day, one of my wife's, one of her uh, sorority sisters came by the house to pick up some stuff. And this is their first kid that they're having. Yeah. And I, I told them, I was like, you know, after that first doctor's appointment that you go to, the first, man, you see how the doctor picks up and holds them. You're like, oh. I can do this, and you yeah. know, after that, it's, it's smooth sailing. But, yeah, this one, you know, you feel bad because, like, you're so protective with that first one. This one, and we put her in a little basket, put her on the couch. You know, it's, it's a lot different, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, it, it turns out good that they hopefully become a little bit more independent just by feeling and, and seeing things like that. Yeah, man. Do you have a favorite daughter yet? <laughs> a favorite daughter? Oh, man. No, man. I'll tell you this much right now, man. These twos. Man, I'm almost about to pick a, a favorite daughter. These twos are serious, boy. Man, I'll tell you a funny story. So my, my little one the other day. So I, I always, like, you know, before, you know, let's say, like, before she was two, yeah. and she's really, like, starting to understand things, and she did something mean to me, I'd be like, all right, daddy's going to go cry. So she's, like, picked up on this, right? Yes. So now we'll be in the house, and she'll get mad, and she'll say, daddy, go home and cry. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, man. You know, you, yeah, twos are twos are tough. Yeah, yeah, they are. My daughter's on the other side of that, but uh, but it's it's still special, man. And two, she, yeah. her favorite word was no. And when I tell you, it got under my skin. But uh, but she's come out of it now. So now she's she's a yeah. three major man. Well, that's, okay. that's love. Is, oh, is it different? Um, yeah, it's different. The two, two okay. and three are different. Two is more aggressive, whereas uh, three is more so like assertive. And it's a difference, yeah. you know. It's like, hey, no, I can do it, you know, or I want to <laughs> do it. It's, it's it's the it's a greater level of independence already, man. So, yeah. um, trust yeah. me, because two was getting under my skin. But yeah. I, you know, I asked you about the favorite daughter because I only have one daughter, one child. Yeah. Right now, but I always tell her, your daddy's favorite daughter right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. that my little moment when my wife was when she was pregnant, you know, and my mom, my, I actually picked this up from my mother. And yes. so, like, you know, we call my mother on FaceTime. My mom would would tell B, like, you know, um, she'd be like, hi, B. And my daughter would be like, hi, Mimi. But kind of, and then she'd just keep talking and B would just have nothing to do with her. And she'd be like, okay, well, I got another one on the way. So, you know, I'll, I'll have a, I'll have one. So I told B all the time, be like, you know, when she was there, she'd be, you know, mad. I'd be like, hey, if you're not going to give me the love, you know, there's another one that's coming that's going to give me the love. So, yeah. you know, I think she's, She's picked up on it, but you know it's it, it's all in good fun. You know it's yeah. uh it's it's it, it's equal. It's you know you people talk about you know having sons, you know which I think is great. You know I I think having a you know if you have a son I think it's great. But you know for me like I would have probably been so hard on my you know son. Right. I'm not that I'm not hard on my daughter. You know, but it's it's so much more like love and and affection. You know, with with the girls and you know I think. I think I'll, I'm, I expect more out of my daughters, you know, with, you know, because of my wife and what she's accomplished and my mom and, you know, what she's accomplished and my sister, you know, what she's accomplished. So, you know, I, I think, you know, they have some big shoes to fill, you know, my, my, my two girls. Um, but I think they'll be able to, so, you know, I'm excited. Yeah. They're, they're going to be able to do anything with daddy's love, man. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. My daughter as well. Hey, before I let you go, man, just tell us what's, what's yeah. up. Just tell us what's up for Duck Duck Dad. You know, what's the hope? What's the goal, man? I, I appreciate what you're contributing. What you got coming yeah. down the pipeline? You know, we're going to keep doing, you know, some content. Um, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're going to kind of expand on the content. I think doing the Rap ABCs is great. You know, we're going to continue to keep it kind of cool and, and different. So if it's sneakers or if it's, you know, my mother just got my daughter's book called Activist. So I think we're going to do that. And, you know, I just want to show dads, you know, out there that are like us that, you know, you can be a dad. There's not, there's no reason to be scared. You know, be, you know, you can still be a dad and be cool. You know, you can take your daughter to the bar and, you know, things like that. And, you know, don't let a child, you know, take away your life, you know? And I think that's kind of the goal of Duck Duck Dad is, you know, just so that you can be, you know, a, as cool a dad as you were before you had a child or, you know, cool a, a husband as you were before. So, you know, we're excited. Um, we hope people continue to, you know, to go on the on the Instagram page and Facebook, etc. You know, we're we're excited. You know, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Hey, I can't let you go without uh coming back though. But to the bar, take her to the bar. Oh, so so I do. So there's a so we have a Harlem hot. Talk so, to us. Uh, make this another, make this one make so, sense. Oh yeah, so there's a HBCU bar that's up the street from us called Harlem Hops. Um, okay. Friends own it. It's small. Uh, before COVID, when you could go to the bar, you know, it's it's. Nice and easy, you know. We go in there. I have her in the. I took B. I'll send you this picture. Yeah. I have her inside of the harness, and we're in the bar. I got a beer in one hand, and she's sitting there hanging. But yeah, we we take her up there in the stroller. Um, it's a good little neighborhood spot. You know, our friends go there. Our you know our friends own it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no bees. Bees go there. when it's Sunday football. Oh, she's oh, going. Bees you know? in the bar. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's in the bar, man. She's a Chicago fan. We're Bulls, Bears, White Sox, you know, and Blackhawks. So yeah. you know, she's she's there. That's love, man. B B is gonna be a jet setter and a world changer and a culture icon. It's kinda uh kinda like a like a a new Tiana Taylor in the making, man. Like it's just oh, I will we'll get it's there. Just, it's, it's just gonna be in her blood, man. So I'm I'm sure she's gonna be a world changer. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that you know, she get those checks, it'll be even better. But you know, thank you is. for you know for having me. You know, Absolutely. I think this is great. Keep keep doing what you're doing. 
yeah, you know, to all the dads out there, you know, keep it going. Don't be scared. Yeah. You know, you, you're not wrong. You're the dad. You know, yeah. don't let anybody tell you different. You know, yeah. keep it going. So yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, Mike. So Michael just ended the show for me. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been <laughs> listening to Fatherhood is Dope, the podcast. This is my special guest, Michael from Duck Duck Dad. You can check him out on all social media platforms to keep up with his journey with B. And maybe I'm sure that he's going to start to include Winnie in that as well. So uh, Michael has been all love. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then go ahead and click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then make sure that you download the podcast, like, share, do all that other amazing stuff that you do when you find something that you like. Go ahead and give it a screenshot too and send it to your friend. All right, it's been real. Fatherhood is dope. Peace.